We're in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, for years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke Says. Hello and welcome to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. This is the spot where we discuss politics and culture from a conservative perspective, unapologetically so. No turncoat Benedict Arnold Rhinos here, I assure you. I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim, also a conservative patriot. Make sure that you uh, check out the Facebook, Twitter, email. If you have any questions, check out the website, brooktalksamerica.com or BTA Radio if you're lazy. If you'd like to partner with the show and be a sponsor, you can email me. uh, Or if you'd like to donate to keep this conservative voice out there, that's an option on the website. Um, We also have some merch in the shop. So from Hot Topics to History, you know the deal. You can be sure if it's happening in America, I will be talking about it. You can listen to archived podcasts of this show on my website. And also, I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every first and third Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. Colonel Jim is also on every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m., both on this station, Salem Media Group, or on AM860, The Answer. And the podcast is available on iHeartRadio. Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Podomatic. Also, I have an app, which you can find in the Play Store. So this week, instead of an article, I did a podcast with Rules for uh, Deplorables author Kathy Chamberlain, who I've had on the show before. We have a series uh, we've started to talk about the tactics that the left uses based on the original book, Rules for Radical. Her book is the rights pushback against it. Um, As I've always said, if you want to know why they do what they do, you should know what read what they've read and read what their rules are, like the Communist Manifesto, right? Because now what we're seeing is the manifestation of the manifesto. Um, Every community organizer has read Rules for Radicals. Plus, there's a section in in her book in the the prologue, and you'll hear it uh, on the show, based on a Judicial Watch report from when Obama was in office, where one of his many czars, so he, these are unelected bureaucrat czars who don't have to go through senatorial confirmation. Very important to understand that, okay? These people cannot be fired, except by the president. Kev, Kevin Jennings, he was the safe and drug-free schools czar. He pr- openly promoted homosexuality in public schools and had publicly praised Harry Hay, who is associated with the North American Man-Boy Love Association, or NAMBLA, which is a pedophilic advocacy group that believes it is okay for grown men to be sexually active with small boys. Okay? This is the kind of people, these are the kind of people, and if you if you check the other ones on the list, it's horrifying. They're socialist and communist, like legitimately so. Van Jones was the climate czar, like an avowed communist. Okay? At the time, even after 53 House Republicans demanded he be relieved, Obama refused. So if you want to understand what's happening in our culture, schools, and libraries with the twerking trannies, hello, now? You have to know what they were doing then. So check out the fu- the podcast on my Facebook page, Brook Talks, along with all kind of information that I regularly keep up and talk with you guys, which is so great. So let's get to the jelly. My guest today is Michelle Buckley, who is one of the founders of Moms for Freedom, which is a local group of moms who believe in preserving our God-given inalienable rights that are protected by our U.S. and Florida State Constitution. Their pillars very important. Parental rights health choice, medical privacy, informed consent, which we'll be discussing in reference to, of course, the uh, coronavirus vaccine, which thankfully Florida Representative Anthony Sabatini is working to make not mandatory, and I know our governor is as well, for Florida, because if another governor gets in, right, God forbid a Democrat, they might be able to make it mandatory. So he's he's trying to craft a law that it will never be mandatory. Um, their website is momsforfreedom.org. That's the number four, momsforfreedom.org. And so welcome, Michelle. Thank you for coming on the show. Hi, Brooke. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So I met you when we, uh, we were at a... We, at an event for a local Republican club, and you were talking about this in regard to 
just vaccines for kids, and I was very important. I wanted to have you on the show to talk about that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on now, not just with with regard to the vaccine, but and in you know I mentioned in the opening about that schools czar, which is the it it, it should have been called the unsafe school czar with that guy in charge of it. But another issue that they're that they're talking about now, the left is pushing because for whatever reason, I happen to think that part of it is money. Okay, there's a lot of money invested in the whole trans transgender tranny uh, issue. So once they invest that money in R&D, they've got to do something with it. They're not just going to do it and not get money for it. I believe that's one of the reasons they're pushing for that in the schools and with kids, probably for also sort of great reset type of thing for depopulation. But Planned Parenthood is now pushing and advocating for trans stuff, too. And, you know, uh, pills and, you know, uh, puberty blockers and all that kind of stuff. So your organization, I imagine, is also affiliated with that. But uh, primarily it was uh, in relation to medical you know, medical privacy and issues in relation to that with the planned demic, which is what we call it happily on this show, because we believe that's what it is. So explain <laughs> how you got involved in politics and how your medical history caused you to start Moms for Freedom. Okay, yeah. So uh, Moms for Freedom, we, you know, we're, we're primarily based in the Tampa Bay area. And we all kind of knew who each other was just um, through our advocacy work prior to the pandemic. Um, and then after the lockdowns took effect here locally in Hillsborough County, we all kind of uh, rushed to each other and kind of banded together and um, started figuring out ways that we can push back against the tyranny. So um, prior to 2020, um, before all of this happened, we, we knew each other um, because we are all advocates of medical freedom and, of course, informed um, consent and protecting the rights of our children um, and, you know, through parental rights. Um, so it, back in um, 2020, uh, a senator named Lauren Book out of, uh, I don't know her district, but 32. she's over. There you go. District yeah. 32. She, I think she's out of like Plantation, Florida area. Um, she had filed SB 64. And basically, um, she actually filed it, I think, in 2019, but it was for the 2020 legislative session. And that was trying to get rid of our religious exemptions um, for school age entry. Um, for schools, for, for our kids. So for immunizations, right? Yeah, for Mandatory immunizations. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of us have, um, have had children who have been injured by vaccines. Mm. Um, and now we have either a religious or a medical exemption so that they can still participate in school, um, but not have to follow the CDC, um, recommendations for childhood immunizations. So we kind of, we, we, we had met each other through a lot of that work. Um, many of us just virtually and then some of us had actually, um, been at some events in person together. So we, we, you know, we worked on SB 64, uh, opposing it. And luckily it didn't make it out of the, uh, 2020 legislative session. It died in, I think it died in, in its committee, which was, we were very thankful Always the for. best way and to have it happen, right? Kill it in committee, and that way it doesn't even have legs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then, of course, we know that, you know, she's not going anywhere anytime soon. So we've been you know, actively working, or we, we, you can say that we have been um, trying to figure out how to be on the offensive mm -hmm. and instead of necessarily always being on the defensive. So we, we knew each other, but then in 2020, we um, all being friends through, you know, social media outlets and other organizations, uh, we just kind of banded together and uh, we put on um, one of the reopen Florida rallies here in Tampa. It was actually over on Kennedy mm -hmm. um, in front of the news station there. And then from there, um, it was also the um, primary season. So we started interviewing all of uh, all of our candidates for Excellent. the um, for the you know, for the for the past election that just happened. So we wanted to get in there and while they're while they're candidates, 
and educate them about informed consent because, you know, you'd be surprised how many people don't know what informed consent is, Mm -hmm. which the American Medical Association says is fundamental in both ethics and law. So, for example, my husband is a physician. I'm a medical speech pathologist. When we were in our training, we, and not even just in our training, but even um, in, in, you know, deep into our careers, I, right now I'm a stay-at-home mom, but my husband still practices. He, he, by law, and through his medical ethics and through his Hippocratic oath, he has to always inform his patients all of the risks and all of the benefits of any procedure, any medication, Anything that he's recommending, the same, the same went for me when I was practicing in the hospital system. And um, so that means that um, before I accept a recommendation from a medical practitioner, they have to explain to me, you know, what the benefits are and what the risks are. And right. then I make the decision. Do I want to have that or not? The decision is always, you know, it's always a personal decision. Ideally. <laughs> and Well, exactly. But people don't know. Right. People don't even know what their rights are. Right. They don't even know what informed consent is. Typically, you sign, you know, on a sheet that says that the physician or the practitioner has explained everything to you. But for some reason, the informed consent is no longer informed consent when it comes to immunization. So, yeah. So that that's where the that's where uh, um, uh, the big problem lies. So it's and no longer what, required. Well, they're not doing it. Oh, <laughs> we'll wow. say that wow. they're not doing it, and and and, and um, a big reason why is because the 1986 Act. Um, hold that. Th- hold that away. thought. Hold that thought. We're going to yeah. go to break, and yeah. then we'll hold that okay. thought, and we'll come back after the break. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, and we will be right back after the break. More Brooke Talks America coming up. Kathy's Commie Corner, fighting the left using their own rules. Alinsky tactic number two, never go outside the experience of your people. It's why Dems need fake news. If people knew the truth, they'd never get another vote. Stand strong against evil. And remember, the devil always overplays its hands. The dumber they are, the harder they fall. For more anti-Alinsky tips, visit rulesfordeplorablesbook.com. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Visit on Facebook. Search Brooke Talks. And now, your host, Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. And that was Kathy Chamberlain of the book that I referenced, Rules for Deplorables. So that's the person that I was doing the podcast with. Check out the Facebook page. So, Michelle, you were talking about informed consent. And uh, is there a problem with these laws? Well, the problem is that our government thinks that they can sidestep informed Mm. consent. So, for example, Florida has a very scary law. It's Florida Statute 381.00315, which says that while we're under a declared state of emergency, the state health officer can order anyone to be vaccinated against his or her will and by any means necessary. And so what that means is that they can actually, the state health officer, who is not uh, an elected person, they're a yeah, they're appointed, and they can order, um, you know, they can say, I want Michelle Buckley to be vaccinated, and then they can tell the, uh, under the law, they can order that the, the sheriff go to my house and, you know, hold me down and, you know, force vaccinate me, and that's all under the law. And so that's against my will, right? Because I don't want to take a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so if so basically the government under the law is sidestepping informed consent. I never consented to that, yet the law says it's okay for, you know, the, the state health officer to make me accept a medication yeah. that I don't want. 
Well, and now, you know, I want to play this little clip. Now, the uh, I call him the Lilliputian Fauci, who is a big fraud and who, in my opinion, ought to be tried for crimes against humanity at The Hague and for treason. He is talking about vaccines for teenagers and 100 percent that will go down to the smallest tot that you have. But I want to listen to this. Uh, this goes way back. This is a guy who worked with him at the time of the AIDS um, when AIDS was first coming out. This this scientist. This is what he says about Fauci, who is the one person who is running the entire uh, pandemic scheme. What is it? What, what is it about humanity? That, that, that wants to go to all the details and stuff and listen, you know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking, you know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face, nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy and he doesn't understand medicine. And he, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people to pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the, the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean, that's a problem, that's a main problem actually with science, I'd say, in this century, because science is being judged by people, funding, is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it because he's been asked. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that's running everything for the entire planet, Fauci, because the rest of the world uh, operates based on CDC guidelines. And this, this guy knows him from 30 years ago. Isn't that astonishing? I mean, are you? Is that like deja vu? <laughs> I mean, we have a saying in, in our house. We we've been calling the CDC the center the centers for disease creation. So good, yeah. This this has been this has been a, a saying in our household for you know years, well before the pandemic. Um, and and you know who is the CDC? We haven't elected anyone yeah. in the CDC to be making the decisions. It's just yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, and the thing that is. You know, he literally changes his mind every five seconds. I mean, there's a meme out there, and I've said it, you know, I've said it a couple times on the show. It's like, it's hysterical. He says, first he says no masks. Then he says masks. Then he says two masks. And then he says, well, if you get a vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. And now he's like, you know, you're going to have to wear a mask forever. There's a, there's a meme out there with him wearing the box for the masks. And it's like, it's so absurd, but that's really where we are. And the thing about Fauci, you know, this is what people need to understand. Okay. First of all, the liberals, okay, are so mindless that they, and then godless that Fauci is their pope. First of all, the other thing is that this guy's a celebrity. Okay. He's never going to want it to get better because that would make him irrelevant and he's profiting off it. So he has zero interest upon zero getting rid of, of the, any drama with, with regard to the coronavirus, even if it, and it really, should not even be called a pandemic anymore because out of the who, the, the metrics for a pandemic are over. So you're going to have one, two, three, four, five, 85 variants, okay? It'll be like, you know, Rocky 85. That'll be coronavirus from now until the end of time because A, they make money off it, B, they scare you, and C, they control you, you know? And thank God for mothers like you who get together and say, not on my watch. <laughs> well, another thing that, yeah, exactly. Another thing that we need to keep into consideration um, or to be aware of is that a, a mask, when used for source control, is considered by definition, according to the FDA, to be a medical device. 
which means that you have to, um, you really, you, the, the government and these localities, they really have no authority to mandate that we use a medical device yeah. without providing informed consent, talking about all of the risks and all of the benefits, you know, using unbiased, unbought and paid for, unmanipulated science, like real science. And and then only if and when you provided all that information to the public, then the public decides whether or not that recommendation is right for them. So here we are. We've got all of these kids in schools, you know, using a medical device mm. with with known risks with very little, if any, known benefit um, of a cloth face covering. Um, You know, going back to my training, I'm a medical speech pathologist, and I've been working in big and small hospitals, different healthcare facilities for the past 10 years. And we have to go through a yearly in-service, a yearly training, um, like relearning, on how we're getting trained on how to properly use our um, PPE, our personal protective equipment. And these masks, you know, if, if it were done right, then we would be using them. They'd be single use, single exposure. Right. They're not, you know, if you look around, um, go to a restaurant, like, a, you know, just like a grab and go. And, you know, like we'll say like a smoothie bar or juice bar. You go in and the people, the, the people who are working behind there, you know, handling your food, they're, they're constantly adjusting their mask. Yeah. And, and so. And, and touching you know the counter water, and touching this and yeah. touching that. So it's, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then they go and they touch your food. <laughs> and um, so these masks, in my, my opinion, um, is that, you know, they're, if, if anything, they're helping to spread. Mm. You know, but again, getting back to informed consent, you know, people don't even know what their rights are. Right. Yeah. And that's 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 where, uh, you know, the moms are basically spending a lot of our effort here is to um, spread awareness about what our rights actually are. People don't know. Yeah. It's a big problem. Well, I think the citizenry on whole really has no idea what their rights are. And that's one, you know, that's a whole nother conversation, which we talk about a lot, is the education system. I mean, the, if you think about it, none of this stuff should be happening. I mean, I think it's atrocious. You know, I, I really hammered down on Nanny Castor, Comrade Castor in, in Hillsborough in Tampa, because she strong-armed the, the, the county into doing a mask mandate. And immediately after they did that, she's pictured giving blood in a blood mobile which is tiny with no mask. And all over the country, all these Democrats that have mandated these closings have both broke their closings or been seen without the mask. And if you think about this, and you're a medical professional, what do you do? I mean, if it's really bad, and there is a there is a you know a, a medical issue. Okay, I don't believe the numbers. When you have a guy that was that died riding a motorcycle with Corona, and he's classified as Corona, and you have someone who fell off a roof with Corona classified as Corona, I say multiply that times thousands and thousands, and that's probably the case because there's a vested interest in having more numbers. And my opinion is that all of 2020. The entirety of 2020, from the tip to the toe, is for the purpose of getting Trump out. So that's what they did. Okay, they used the 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 corona for the ballot harvesting and everything else, the riots. So you can't you can't go to church or hug Nana while Cuomo's killing Nana and groping Anna. Yeah, I said it. Okay, <laughs> but you can go and riot and loot. And then have an abortion and get weed. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious what's going on. But, you know, apparently the left doesn't have the capacity to think, you know. And I hope there are hate listeners here who, who, who you know, hear that and get upset and they can, you know, debate me on the issue because they'll lose every time. But it's like it's all about control and everything like that. Now, I just want to um, before we leave, because we, we just have about a, a minute or so. So where can people find you again? And what do you have? Do you have anything coming up? How you know what what do you suggest that they do? You know, you have any events? Uh, how do they find you? Okay, yeah. So that's a great question. So I would direct everyone to our website. And I think that you mentioned it earlier, but it's moms, the number four, 
and then freedom.org, momsforfreedom.org. Go there. We're constantly updating our website with um, action alerts and events that are coming up. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. It's just at Moms for Freedom. And that instead of the number four, it's just the right. word for momsforfreedom.org. Uh, I'm sorry, Moms for Freedom on Instagram and Facebook. And we update, um, we, we have just a ton of action alerts right now. We're following many bills um, in the House and the Senate. Um, so you can find all of our action alerts on the website or on our social media. All right, great. Well, thanks so much, Michelle, for coming on the show. And if you're a mom who wants to get involved, now's the time because they're going to go harder than ever on these vaccines and worse. So you're listening yeah. to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. Thank you, Michelle. And we will be right back. More Brooke Talks America coming up. Your everlasting summer, you can see it fading fast. So you grab a piece of something that you think it's going to last. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious, I can't understand. Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the time. Are you gathering up your teeth? Have you had enough of mine? Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the The Old Testament prophets predicted and longed for the coming of Messiah, the one who would enter history to bring redemption and deliverance to God's chosen people. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, through a carefully selected series of Old Testament quotations, the New Testament book of Matthew documents and verifies Jesus Christ's claim to be King of the Jews. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus' genealogy, baptism, messages, and miracles all clearly point to the same inescapable conclusion. Jesus is King, the long-awaited Messiah. President Thomas Jefferson believed that the teachings of Jesus embody the most sublime system of morals in the world. He stated, quote, We all agree in the obligation of the moral precepts of Jesus, and nowhere will they be found delivered in greater purity than in his discourses. Early in Jesus' public life, the Apostle Peter recognized who the carpenter was. In his Gospel, Matthew configured and confirmed that Jesus Jesus is the Messiah. And in his politics, Thomas Jefferson embraced Christ's teachings. Was Thomas Jefferson a flawed individual? Oh, yeah. And the last time I checked, none of us are perfect. That is why we need Jesus, which Thomas Jefferson recognized. How about you? God bless you. God bless America. And may America bless God. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. On the culture front, because as I always say, this is politics and culture from a conservative perspective. Needless to say, the left is always about race baiting. They simply would not survive without it. Um, they have to have it in order to get votes, in order to get power, in order to divide and conquer, which is their goal. This week, we have some beef with Cardi, uh, beef 2.0 with Cardi B and Candace Owens. And as usual... Candace is uh, ahead by two, and Cardi takes the L with the bagels and the zero. Okay, she is a kindergartner going up against a triple masters in the intellectual department, and she loses. Uh, one of the things that's very disturbing, though, is that they are elevating. So a person, you know, and I talk about this. I talked about it with Ron. Is a person like Candace Owens is marginalized as somehow not black or not authentic or not something? But Cardi B, who is you know a stripper, and look, you know, people can do what they want. She's a stripper. She's a rapper. Whatever. You know, I think she's actually a pretty good rapper. You know as far as that goes, but she is elevated somehow. You know, she got a cover of Vogue magazine. Kim Kardashian, or Kardashian, however you want to say it, got the cover of Vogue magazine. When will Candace get the cover of Vogue magazine? When will Candace get on The View, right? They should actually replace the so-called conservative on there and put Candace Owens, and they would up their ratings and 
increase their IQ quotient. But uh, as usual, you know, as I said, so they're always talking about race. And one of the things that's happening now is this equality, this equality act that's it's under the premise of offering equality, but it's actually not has to do with equity. Equity is not the same thing as equality, but they most people don't even understand what it means as far as the left is saying it. So equality would mean that you both start at the same point, right? And there are legitimate shortcomings in certain, you know, certain areas or certain neighborhoods or whatever. And so you have to offer, you know, increased education or something like that. But everybody starts at the same starting point. Not everyone is going to finish at the same end. Somehow or another, the left thinks that it's okay for excellence to be measured in sports or in entertainment, but it's not okay for excellence to be measured in actual metrics, such as whether it's in the military with the, you know, men and women have different different. Um, standards as far as they have to meet. They have to meet the same. And so when a woman can't meet those standards, and I'm a woman, okay, I don't want a woman being a firefighter if she can't handle the 100-pound pack or in the military she can't carry a 250-pound or greater man. How is that going to be helpful? She's going to get both of them killed. If a woman can't lift a pack and someone up or down a ladder as a firefighter, she can't get the job. Okay, men cannot give birth and maybe a woman can't be a firefighter. That's science. That's reality. If the standards are the standards, those are the standards. But Tucker, uh, Candace was on, you know, I look, I'm just I love Tucker. Okay, he's the smartest guy on TV. He has a lot of stuff that he's talking about that's real concrete that affects the culture, which is what I talk about. That's why I use his clips. That's the last time I'm going to qualify it. Okay, so this could be the Tucker 2.0 show, but he's great. Anyways, he was talking with Candace about equity and the fact of what's happening. And by the way, there was a tranny who won a beauty contestant, a beauty contest. So a tranny breaks a skull, wins a track meet, two track meets. Breaks the skull of a female boxer, a man, biological man, and now a biological man is has won a beauty contest. Equity is about erasing women. Here's Tucker talking with Candace Owens about that fact. But on sports, Biden has signed an executive order that forces women to compete in sports against biological men. Then the House just passed the Equality Act, which redefines gender all over the federal government. In effect, makes it disappear. There's no such thing as biological gender. Candace Owens is the author of Blackout. She's thought a lot about this topic. She joins us tonight. Candace Owens, great to have you on tonight. Thank you. So what effect will this have? And, and uh, you are a woman. You're married. You just had a baby. In the wake of this, can anyone really say, I'm a woman, I'm a man? Do those terms have meaning anymore? Um, you will be called a bigot, as I have been called, a bigot, a hateful hateful individual, a transphobe. You know, the left just likes to use all of these pejoratives when you are speaking yes. common sense. And I find this to be unbelievably offensive, the idea that there are no differences uh, between men and women, especially, as you just mentioned, me being someone that just gave birth six weeks ago. The idea that there is nothing that makes me special, nothing that makes me different from a man that that stands up and says, I, I now identify as a woman, it's quite frankly insulting. And, and take a look at this. Just honestly, just think about this for a second to really paint a picture of what the left is trying to do. What they're saying right now, that is that... LeBron James, when he was in high school and was drafted to the NBA, LeBron James, in all his physical prowess, should have been allowed to, in high school, say, I no longer identify as a man, I identify as a woman, and he should have been allowed to compete with every woman in any other competition, and that would have been deemed equal. That would have been deemed an, an exercise in achieving equality. We know that that is anything but, and this is the problem with the left, Tucker, and it's so, it's so, so serious. They do not understand what equality is. They don't know what equality it means. They think it's sameness. They think we just need to make everybody a carbon copy of the other person. Nobody can have right. any differences. They hate the idea of male, female, girl, boy, because that means that there are some differences between all of us, and there is. You know, and, and what conservatives fight for is we want to make sure people have equal opportunities, but we acknowledge that there are real biological realities that cannot be ignored. Well, I mean, and once you pretend they don't exist, then, I mean, it kind of changes what people feel about men and women, right? I mean, one of the reasons that men revere women 
is they perpetuate the species. They, they breastfeed. They give birth. I know we're supposed to think that's not a big thing. It, it's the only thing. It's the greatest but, thing. And so way, all of a sudden, if we're claiming that men can breastfeed and men can give birth, then like, what's special about women exactly? Seriously. Nothing. They're saying nothing is special about women. And by the way, you just said breastfeeding. I don't know if you received the update last week, Tucker, but that's now offensive. You have to say chest feeding because breastfeeding is non-exclusive enough. And here's actually what I find to be really funny, right? They, they go on about calling us transphobic, but think about somebody like Rachel Dolezal. The left completely were so angry about her because she is, for lack of a better term, transracial, right? She is a bi- biological white female who woke up one day and decided that she was going to be black until she was discovered. Well, imagine if like Rachel Dolezal signed up and started taking opportunities away from black people for, uh, you know, black academic success, black scholarships. Wouldn't the left absolutely implode if Rachel Dolezal was given a scholarship because she because she thought she, she was black? She woke up one day and decided to be black. Why can't they have the same standards for women? Why are they allowing them to erase women? You know, they told us that we should fear Donald Trump and the Trump administration, right? Because women, it was going to be so dangerous if Trump got into office. Well, look at what Joe Biden did in just a couple of weeks in office. That is where the real concern lies. Yeah. I mean, think about that. And where are the feminists? I've talked about this before, is that Martina Navratilova, if anybody has the right to speak on women in sports, it's her. And she got canceled. She backed and she backed down. I was very, you know, I mean, I don't really care for her politically. She's, you know, a lefty, but she backed down. So it's just it's insane. Where are the feminists? OK, uh, this is what I'm not sure. This segment is brought to you by GDSM Productions. I like to say God does save me productions for the alphabets. Uh, Creative expressions through breathtaking designs since its inception in 1993, GDSM Productions clients have included many publicly held corporations as well as small and mid-sized startups. You can visit the Facebook page at GDSM Productions to get connected and get a quote on your upcoming graphic designs product project. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, and we will be right back with Colonel Jim. Brook Talks America coming up. When it's time for leaving, I hope you understand that I was born a man. America with Brooke says connect by email info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke says here with Colonel Jim, who is the former deputy director for intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council and currently is the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman. This segment is brought to you by 656 Electric. They service Tampa and the surrounding areas, including Riverview, veteran owned. Always a plus. No job too big. No job too small. $65 an hour, which is $20 off with the coupon BTA20 for listeners of my show. Uh, Call them at 863-969-7790. And again, make sure you go to the Facebook page and watch the podcast that I did with Kathy Chamberlain and see all the updated stuff that we're doing on there. And visit the website for all the latest articles. We'll be having some drop in the next couple days. So I'm here with Colonel Jim, as I mentioned. Before we get started on the absolute atrocity that was the Biden junta, right? We don't call it President Biden or the Biden administration because it was stolen. I don't care what anybody says. That's what we feel. That's what we saw. And I want to play this clip from our good friend, Tucker Carlson, on the Chinese and how they even know how vapid the liberals are. 
there are many problems within the United States regarding human rights, and the challenges facing the United States in human rights are deep-seated. They did not just emerge over the past four years, such as Black Lives Matter. It did not come up only recently. So there you have the Chinese government using Black Lives Matter as a weapon against the United States. You have the Chinese lecturing us about human rights. You never thought you'd see the day that happened. But the amazing thing is, in 2021, it works. That's why they do it. The Chinese know our leaders very well. In fact, they have a name for our self-hating professional class. They call them BISOP. The rough translation for the Mandarin is white liberal, and it is definitely not a compliment. Here's how Chinese state media describe BISOP. Quote, there are people who only care about topics such as immigration, minorities, LGBT, and the environment who have no sense of real problems in the real world, who only advocate for peace and equality to satisfy their own feelings of moral superiority, and who are so obsessed with political correctness that they tolerate backward Islamic values for the sake of multiculturalism. As Chinese state media notes, quote, former U.S. President Obama was considered an advocate of BISOP ideology. So was German Chancellor Angela Merkel in her decision to welcome more than one million third world immigrants to Europe, end quote. Other observations about BISAW, as reported by Chinese state media, include the fact that they, quote, advocate inclusiveness and anti-discrimination, but cannot tolerate different opinions. BISAW's political opinions are, quote, so shallow that they tend to maintain social equality by embracing ideologies that run against the basic concept of equality. Amazing. According to one scholar from Peking University, Baisaw are phony and hypocritical and will make the situation in the West go from bad to worse, and so on. Talk about insightful. They know our leaders well. Yes, they do. And Blinken and Biden are Baisaw. You have Trump and Pompeo versus Baisaw. Jim, what a joke that was. An atrocity as an American citizen to watch Blinken just get his behind totally handed to him. What do you think about that? Yeah, you have to understand the big picture here. And Tucker was exactly right. <laughs> Amazing. But, but it actually strategically is even higher than that because everything he said is the mechanism for what they're doing to distract us from everything going on in the world. The bigger part of it is this is part of the strategic plan that the Chinese, the CCP, the Communist China, um, Party of China, has for America and is using BISAW as the mechanism to do it. Yep. Let's focus on all this ridiculous stuff with regard to social justice and everything that was said, rather than focus on the big, important issues in the world, the growing threat from China, the economic situation in the world, and particularly for America. Biden is part of the effort to tear down America by using this this um, phenomena or, or mechanism. Well, and you know, people will say, oh, how can you say social justice is not important? Well, nobody ever, we, we, Jim doesn't mean that. You don't mean that. Like, it's not that social justice isn't important. It's that BLM is a communist organization. So they are not about social justice, right? They are about communism. The fa I've, We played this, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this show. I've played multiple times the clips of the founder saying, we are Marxist trained. So they're not about the new, you know, they're against the nuclear family. They're pro-communist. They're pro-socialism. So they're about this. And China knows this, right? China uses, the Russians tried this in the, you know, during the Cold War, but the Chinese have mastered the use of the white guilt and this liberal ideology that is just absolutely fatally destructive. It may kill America, honestly, if people don't wake up and realize how they're being used. And black people need to be understand they're being used, okay? Asians are being used in this new push for so-called anti-Asian discrimination uh, things. Obviously, they're talking about the, um, you know, the uh, the shooting 
at the massage parlors and they're using it. They don't really care. They don't care about black lives because if they did, they'd protest at abortion clinics. They don't care about illegal immigrants. If they did, they wouldn't encourage them to come over the border. They're getting assaulted and raped children. They're being sex trafficked. The the left doesn't care about any of that stuff. But back to the issue of China, because China is using all of these things against us. And just think about it. I think people are just going to be terrified. And by the way, so we we uh, what happened this week is the I mean, you can't you know, they say a lot of things that you can diminish by not having it on video. But the fall, the fall on video was something else, Jim, of Biden on the stairs of Air Force One. What do you think? Well, the first thing is, OK, we're, we're laughing at it. We're joking. We're making memes and everything. That's what we do. We need to be serious, though, about yeah. it, because the real thing is this is the guy, as we talked about week after week, who has been installed to serve as president. And he's totally incapable, incompetent. He is not there health-wise because he's having serious problems. He can't even connect two sentences together. This and that fall are examples of what's going on. And we've got to take it seriously um, because when you look at what else is going on, he's, 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 he's a puppet. He's being used. He's not calling the shots at all. Someone else is doing it. We know that. Some people Obama. say Obama. I say it's above Obama. Obama's being, Obama is the, the, the literate tool being used by, by so many other, the globalists, the Davos, um, the Chinese uh, communists. Those are the manipulators. It's, it's not the people. They're just carrying it out here in the United States. Well, and the thing, the other thing about Biden, uh, yeah, we joke about it, and it is it is funny, especially considering he's on video mocking Trump for when Trump walked slowly down the ramp that could have, you know, he could have fallen, and and he was running up the stairs, and now he fell. So karma is, you know what. Right. But anyways, he also called and this is not the first time he called Kamala Harris president. Kamala, who had to drop out before a single vote was cast, is effectively going to be the fir- the next president of the United States because Biden cannot function. And, uh, you know, you sent me a text earlier this week that said you think that it's going to be June. Yeah, I wouldn't it, be surprised. Uh, uh, you know, that's, you know, talking to a number of people that I talked to, we were discussing that yesterday, and that seems to be uh, what most people are thinking. Things are being put in place for this to happen. Now, <laughs> I have to I have to laugh. Kamala is not going to be a bargain either. She she is. Oh, she terrible. doesn't know any more than than Biden did in the in the best days of his life. Yeah. And again, she's just going to be the figurehead. Real quickly, just a final word on the China thing. They ate our lunch. They kicked our butts in this. It was disgusting that Americans would be treated this way by China. On our own soil. On our own soil, exactly, in Alaska. Yeah. You know, that that was by design. And we and what you what you talked about a few minutes ago about uh, how we are perceived in the world and all the things that we're doing with regard to social justice and all these things, the Chinese. There's one message that comes out of the United States. Okay, we look at it as the liberal message or the left message and the conservative message. There's one message outside the boundaries of America that the world listens to, and it's it's more or less the the far left message. And they basically threw it right back in in our face and in uh, in the summit this week. Yeah, and they see weakness. Exactly. Basically, that's exactly. what it is. And that's not that's evident in what Biden uh, what what Putin did. Absolutely astonishing what he said. Talk about it. Okay, so the Putin took advantage of the situation and he said, "Okay, we need we need to have a uh, <laughs> a debate. Let's let's go toe to toe and have a debate." And of course, it caught the Biden That white. was before the fall, I that think. That was before the yeah. fall, but he took advantage of what was going on with China and he says, "Okay, let's let's have this discussion." And he put um, the Biden regime on edge because they weren't expecting it. Yeah. Now, what Putin is doing really quick, Putin is watching what's going on, and he's, he's really feeling left out. He's not the big guy on the block like he tried to you know make you think he is because he's being over, overrun by what China is doing. So he's trying to get in there, too. How else to do that? Let me let me um, make a throw down to Biden to do this, knowing full well 
that's never going to happen. Well, and it was embarrassing to him because he's there's no way that he's going to do it. So he's also mocking him as well. Sure. Yeah, which is, again, okay, this guy is the head of the United States of America. That should be terrifying. And I wrote an article, and it's gotten a lot of action, which is Biden voters, buyer's remorse, because that's exactly what's happening. It happened immediately after the installation, and that has just gone nuclear, my article, because it's so many people feel that way. What's even worse than that? Okay, so we're getting mocked by the Chinese delegation in our own country face-to-face, which would have never happened. Listen, Trump dropped a Moab on the Taliban. While he was eating chocolate cake with Xi, okay? That's what a gangster he is. And they're laughing at Biden's joke of a person blinking to his face, okay? They know that th- that we're weak, and that should terrify every American. But what's even worse than that, and this goes along with the whole melanin versus common sense, okay? I don't care what your melanin is. I care what's in your brain. Uh, Austin, who's celebrated, look, I, it's great to have a first black of anything if there never was before. He's the first black secretary of defense. His primary focus, is it the military? Is it China? Is it Iran? Is it Russia? No. His primary po- focus, and we have about a minute, is f- uh, promoting the rights of the alphabet community around the world. Not dropping bombs on our enemies, but promoting this. How is that going to A, win a war, and keep and B, keep us safe? Jim, you have about a minute. Austin was picked because he would be a yes man to those in the Biden regime and do what they want with regard to this with LGBTQ rather than dealing with XYZ. All that. (laughs) Regard, you know, despite what is going on in the world, our national security, China's rebuilding. He is designed to he is there to to redesign and refocus our effort on this kind of crap. And that's what he's doing. He is saluting smartly as a former general and a secretary of defense to carry out what what the left wants, and that's the destruction of the U.S. military. They're not going to continue what Trump's doing. And I have to say, if you want to destroy the U.S. military and you want to destroy the United, United States of America, you couldn't do a better job than what we have sitting in the White House right now and within the cabinet. That's it. That's what they're doing. That's the that's the plan. That's it by design. You know, it would have been better if Alan West had been the first sec- black secretary of defense, but not this guy. You know, he's also a Raytheon guy. So the idea that these people don't look, Obama said, oh, we're not going to have anybody from Monsanto. The day he got in, he had someone from Monsanto in his cabinet. So these people are complete frogs. They're big business. He's another big business guy. They're warmongers. And it's really sad for our country. But people need to wake up and realize our country is being stripped from us and you even okay so even if you're on the left you're in trouble too you're listening to, we need three more hours you're listening to brooke talks america i'm your host brooke says check out the facebook check out the website we'll be having a lot of new stuff coming on and we'll be back next week to talk about all of the new crazy events happening in our country pray people pray been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, connect by email info at brooktalksamerica.com by Twitter at Talks America and listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860. The answer. It's been just a massive propaganda effort to cram down Americans' throats. So we've got to help educate each other. We've got to work sideways, horizontally to get information to our friends across the board and get involved. Everybody must get involved now that cares about this country. No more sitting on the sideline. Join attorney Sidney Powell on March 21st for the National Unity Summit. For tickets, text ACTION to 474747. 